Welcome to Nerd Off, a weekly trivia podcast brought to you by Highball Trivia. Two contestants will face off in 10 categories. Each player will wager 10 or 20 points for their opponent on every question. If a player gets the question right, they get those points. If they get it wrong, their opponent gets the points. At the end of regulation, players will each face two final questions, one in each player's specialty. To earn their wager, which can be any of the points they've received so far, players have to get both questions correct. We have another great show for you, you know, if you're still listening to this crap after like five weeks. Uh, Tonight, we have Scott Barber versus Nick Groves. Two trivia names you've probably heard from other podcasts. I don't know how I landed them, but here they are. Scott, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Uh, Scott Barber. west noted west virginian uh not that noted really probably like the top million of west virginians i'm somewhere in that well, uh, list you're you're um, in like the top one percent of west virginians in amount of teeth you still have right that's true i do have a i do have all of my teeth uh that's that's a positive thing i guess and uh yeah boring accountant uh like trivia and somehow you drug me on here to do this and uh here i am so Thanks, I guess. Oh, I thank you for being one of my favorite guinea pigs. Yeah, always. And Nick, That's what the hell do you do and why are you here? Uh, I'm here because you paid me. Uh, I'll pretty much show up anywhere as long as you give me a paycheck for it. Uh, no, my, uh, my name is Nick Groves. I'm out of Washington, D.C. Uh, I run a trivia company out of here. Um, I'm on a handful of other podcasts. Uh, I wrote a book. Uh, I've taken batting practice at Wrigley Field. Uh, I've shot baskets. Wait, really? at, I've shot baskets uh, on the floor of the Moda Center in Portland. I've sat in the owner's box at the Fleet Center in Boston. Uh, nice. You know, yeah. I, I, I live a weird and fun life. And now I get to do this show. So it just keeps getting better. Now, you can, now you've got something to top all that. Shit, so right? Yeah, that's awesome. It's just another thing to add to my two truths and a lie. <laughs> uh, no one beat Scott Barber at trivia. That's your lie. Right, yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. As long as we stay to the pre-prescribed questions that I handed you before we started, I should be fine. <laughs> Here we oh, go. I, I lost that uh, sheet. <laughs> the fix is in. Yeah, the fix is not in. Don't worry. This is the this is the Scott Foster game. Can't wait for uh, uh Tim Donahue to show up out of the uh, blue to be the official. I, I was on another show against an opponent, and and the the host literally asked me a question that I had submitted to him. And had didn't realize it until <laughs> didn't realize it until after the fact. I'm like, man, that sounds really uh, familiar. That sounds familiar. I don't know who goes, wrote that oh, question, but yeah. that's genius. <laughs> it's a great question. It's man, a well-written question. Sounds like he's ah. yeah, and good looking too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm sad this is an audio medium. I have two of the best looking guys in the trivia world here tonight, yes. and no one can see it. Uh, you know that's that's what you really pay for is you know, <laughs> you know well let's kick this off our first round tonight is going to be in music right. scott do you want a next question to be worth 10 or 20 it's an interesting format i'm looking forward to seeing how this works let's start conservative and just go for the 20 or for the 10 sorry and Nick, same question to you about Scott. Oh, no, we're definitely going for 10 on this one. What, you think he knows a thing or two about music? I think he knows more than I do. So he's going to be up 20 to nothing here in a minute. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> All right, Scott. All right. Well, New York City Club CBGB was known as a punk and new wave venue. CBGB stood for what? Uh, I knew this at one point in time. Um, give me a second here. Take your time. I think I'm going to get one of these wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Let's go country, bluegrass, and blues. Well, you you were right. You did know it once, and you still know it. Oh, good. It is country, bluegrass, and blues. Perfect. All right. So for Nick, this TikTok singer has written songs for Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears, and Alice Cooper but not P. Diddy. But not P. Diddy. Uh, it's not What's-Her-Face. Has she written for herself? Can I ask follow-up questions? <laughs> I don't know how this works. It's a fascinating show. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, submitted the question, Nick. How do you not know? <laughs> do you not remember? Uh, I'm going to go with Gail. 
because she's the only singer on TikTok that I can name. Ah, you're going to go with Gail. Well, see, I had a feeling this might get people thinking of the app TikTok and not the song say, TikTok. Do I get to steal this? Is that how this works? Oh, well, you automatically get the points. No, it is it's, Kesha. It's, it's Kesha with the dollar sign, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. I, was, I was hoping to at least, as soon as, I was thinking TikTok singers now went, oh God, it's the song TikTok, so... I can name yeah. Kesha. Not the. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Start over. Ask me again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's Whatever. a mulligan. Let's yep, just yep. reboot. Fine. <laughs> no, just no, no, the no, recordings. No. Start it all over. Scott's just winning. It's okay. Uh, for now. It's still early. Don't worry, Nick. It's quite early. It's quite early. That's the fun thing. It just creates wild swings, and it, you know. Basically, I might as well just ask the final questions. Um, yeah, all right, you're... I'm good with that. Stop the count. Stop the count. Stop it here. Go on. I can wager as many points as I like. That's we'll just right. make the podcast the half an hour of us rambling and then one question. <laughs> uh, your second category is going to be literature. And I don't have any fun way of saying literature. Yeah, uh, honestly, yeah. It's the hardest part about being on any podcast now is yeah. not screaming out the category names. <laughs> not, not, and not using everybody else's gimmick on the... Uh... Right. <laughs> I've got me out. I don't care. <laughs> you use everyone's gimmicks. I don't care. Um, all right. Literature. Scott is from West Virginia. So let's go for 20 on this one. Oh, man. <laughs> I love the boldness. I never learned how to read. Um, I don't know. He's well, got a lot of framed uh, you know paper on the wall behind him. It's, I got a great print. <laughs> he doesn't know what it no, says, it's though. All, it's, uh, <laughs> no, never. Don't know anything on that wall. Don't worry, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Um, <laughs> You know, this what? is his wife's office. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so true. I've got a lot of her stuff up here, too. So she's a smart one in the bunch. Um, yeah, let's just go 10 on this again. Stick with my stick with my previous theory. All right, Nick. In a midsummer night's dream, the fairy Robin Goodfellow is also known by what name? Huck. That is correct for 10 points. Yeah. Good job. Shakespeare. Now we're hitting a, uh, a nice little hot spot wheelhouse really yeah, I don't i'll like have it. you know i was on another uh a podcast all shakespeare episode and my team finished second on that episode <laughs> out of two we don't really need to talk about how many teams there were <laughs> there we go yeah <laughs> all right well uh scott yeah oliver twist you can use the movie if you want i guess uh in oliver twist the character jack dawkins is better known by what name uh is that the artful dodger that is in fact the artful dodger so nick disparaging the state of west virginia's literacy let's let's be honest that bet was in my favor i had good odds there yeah you're <laughs> the odds were in your favor on that one yeah you, you were you were running you you played it right it just blew up in the face yeah you can't win them all. <laughs> can't win that's fair that's fair but nick you're on the board exactly and that's what matters because you know you only get fed to the alligators if you don't have any points or some shit. i don't know uh, yeah is that new a, rule that, yeah it's yeah. a new rule we don't reward intelligence we punish ignorance on this show thousand uh, <laughs> percent let's, See, let's do that. that should be the catchphrase that, that needs to be the catchphrase that needs to be the tagline to the show it might be Nerd off. Uh, Where we don't reward, reward intelligence, we punish ignorance. Reward yeah, intelligence. <laughs> not how smart you are, it's how dumb they are. <laughs> punish ignorance. All right. I think I have a show title. Hey, that's, um, that's aggressive coming out the gate, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a fun show title. That sounds like a uh, sounds like title of a panic at the disco song. All right. <laughs> Your third category is going to be food. food. Nick, what do you think Mr. Scott knows about food? Food's always a tough category. It could be anything. It could I have be. all my teeth. It could we even just, be food. We talked about this. Yeah. Uh, let's go with 10 on this one. 10 on this one? Okay. And Scott, what about for Mr. Nick? It's a it's a crap shoot here too. Let's go ten again. Stick with what we uh, stick with what we're nice. What we're doing is right. nice conservative game from the guy in the lead. I like it. Yeah, you got to you got to play it smart, right? Not usually my I think stuff. so. <laughs> All right, Scott. The Chinese gooseberry was rebranded as what to be more commercially successful in the U.S. Chinese gooseberry mm -hmm. rebranded as what to be? What would that be? Chinese gooseberry. 
I don't think I know this one. Um, I can tell you this, Scott, if you had bought mm-hmm. my book, We Don't Know Either, available for, on Amazon, you would know this answer. Say it again. I keep meaning to buy your book. Hey, Maybe I'll no, buy sorry. it right Hold now. on, hold on, everybody. Hold on, no, no, that plug needs to be a lot clearer. Uh, I, I was going to say, had, had you already purchased my book from Amazon, uh, the book entitled, We Don't Know Either. Yeah. Buy. Buy. Uh, it's by City Trivia, but, but it's, by, it's really by Nick Groves. Nick Groves. But how would they find it on Amazon? Oh, just search, search for We Don't Know Either. It'll pop right okay. up. The, the Kindle edition is like $3. Perfect. Or if you want to okay. splurge on the paperback, I think it's $10. Oh, uh, but, uh, it's um, actually $14.99. Oh, well, see, it's gone up yeah. in popularity. Damn. I was gonna say, as is as is referenced by my amazing uh royalty check here. Can, Res- can you residual see? check, yeah. yeah look- Four digits. Look at that. Oh man. <laughs> Big money, no whammies. I love That's right. None of this Wait, is did, did you really have out. a royalty check for your book just sitting there? I actually do. Yeah, no, it came in the mail today. I have it sitting here next to the little uh, deposit machine I have. <laughs> None of this is helping me get this Chinese gooseberry thing, though. Um, let's just call it, I don't know what this be. Let's just guess pomegranate and call it a day. It is not the pomegranate. All right. Nick, do you want to enlighten him? Chinese gooseberry, uh, it's green in color with fuzzy outside. Uh, you know it as the kiwi. Oh, interesting. You do know it kiwi. as the kiwi. Yeah, China, uh, the, the initial like batches of seeds out of China went to the U.S., the U.K., and New Zealand. The U.S. and the U.K. failed miserably. And then like 30 years later, um, New Zealand started selling them as the kiwi, and that's when it actually took off. Isn't it, isn't it, it's amazing when you're, when you're, I'm, I'm getting to the point in my life now where people start mentioning how things used to be. And I'm like, I kind of remember that. And right? it's in your lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, it was like, oh, back in history. And I'm like, oh, no, I, yeah. I didn't like, like, so Scott, back in the dark ages, people used to smoke in uh, on airplanes. Right. Or inside. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But that was, do you remember when pistachios were red? Yeah. Yeah. No well yeah i'm not really a big nuts guy so right pistachio nuts used to be red yeah and they're not anymore are they it's funny you mentioned that i hadn't even thought about that until you just said that though it's because pistachio nuts used to come from one place and they were terrible at it and they went bad so they literally just like dyed the shells and the things red to to hide the rot and now that people are better oh, that's growing them, they keep them the natural. They're colors. used to the green. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so they used to be brown and they dyed them red. Huh. Well, right? I didn't realize that, but I remember that. Yeah. That's but funny. since we're on food category, can we just make that my question? Give it to me. Yeah. Or no. just make the kiwi one that he knew. Yeah. Yeah. That's that works too. <laughs> All right. Next category. God, I like this game. <laughs> well, next, <laughs> next question. You mean we're still in food, Nick? No, we already gave <laughs> you the tried. points for that. He tried. <laughs> <laughs> So, Nick, eggs are known to contain every vitamin and mineral our bodies need, except for which one? Uh, the version of this question that I ask for normal people has a clue in it. For you two, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. I think I've, I've got to guess if he doesn't get it. So here's my logic. I don't know this, but here's my logic. The only thing that gives you vitamin C, I think, is citrus. So I'm going to go with eggs don't have vitamin C because not a citrus fruit. So eggs do not have vitamin C. That is correct. I was going to say, I was going to be my guest too. So way to to logic that out. Thank you. And just like that, it's a very close game again. 40-30 now, right? 40 to 30. Yep. Oh, I forgot. I got Scott over here who, you know, does this sort of thing for a living. I don't even got to keep score. Well, (laughs) Well, no, you should. You oh, I, I, I am. The, the problem with this new format is I no longer drink while recording because I'm like, oh, actually, there's like math that actually needs to be done. Yeah. Drinking and math. It gets more interesting, but less accurate. 40 to 30. Oh. How many questions have we had? You only, Did you bet 20? No, you questions. bet 10, 10, and 10. Yeah. but you I missed the first one the first and I got one. the second two. You, you, got, you got 10 and then you got the 20 here. because Oh, because you got it right. You got it wrong. Yeah. Got yeah, it. that's yep. right. Okay, right. got it. Right. Yep. So you were Nick. You were the one who actually listened and knew the rules. What happened? I I, I drink a lot. Yeah. He's see. This is, he trusts the CPA. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the problem. Oh God. I have never had Don't somebody go. The score is this, and me go. 
yeah, they're wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. There's no way they're wrong. I'm wrong. I just need to explain to me why. <laughs> All right. Well, your fourth category tonight is going to be movies. Scott, what do you think, Mister Nick knows about movies? Another one that's a crapshoot. Uh, I think he knows ten worth. So let's go ten. I will also go with ten. Movies is a is a ubiquitous category. Movies is always it's broad, right? Yeah, it's it yeah it's broad, but it's but it's easier than say like fashion. Like your category is sure. fashion, right? Sure. You're gonna know more about movies than about fashion. So yeah, well, sure. yeah, especially it's a good since, time to be conservative. But, yeah, yeah, all 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 of us here tonight are you know like jeans and t-shirts guys so yeah, fashion is precisely. gonna bite all of us in the ass yeah right 100 all right well for both of you tonight you're gonna be given a year you're gonna be given an actor and you're gonna be given a song that uh features uh heavily in the movie and i'm gonna be looking for the movie all right so nick you get 1998 nick cage iris uh city of angels city of angels is correct all the points on that one. All ten of them. Yep. That's kind of a it's kind of a music and movie question. What do you? Yeah, know? it's a fun. It's a fun mix. It's two right. great tastes that taste great together. Right. Well, it's anything with Nicholas. Got Cage, your peanut right? butter and my chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that new Nicholas Cage movie, but I really want to. Oh, I saw it. It's great. It's great. I would imagine so. Go see it. It's amazing. Like, the, yeah, he the unbearable he, he way just to mess has with fun with who he fantastic. is. Fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. And Pedro Pascal is, is always is good. amazing too. So yeah, at, at this point, I I think that Nick Cage actually thinks that National Treasure he was trying to steal the Declaration of Independence. It's I'm it's, telling you, this movie is fun. This movie's a lot of fun. It kind of gets a little silly in the third act, but it's fun. Movie. If if you were to tell me that the Declaration of Independence was actually stolen in real life, my first guess would still be Nick Cage. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. I think he would have lost it a little bit and just done it because he thought he was supposed to. <laughs> uh, and Scott. Yes. 1995. Val mm -hmm. Kilmer. Kiss from a Rose. That uh, is going to be... I always get these two mixed up. <laughs> Need the full title, Scott. <laughs> it's Batman Forever. It is, in fact, Batman Forever. You, Nick was me. Nick was hoping you went a different route with it. Yep. Batman uh, and Robin. Batman and Robin and Batman Forever I always seem to get mixed up in my head, but I've I've gotten better over the years. At, they're they're oh, both just sure so those good. Switched up. Yeah, that's Batman it. Forever that's didn't, <laughs> Batman Forever didn't have nipples on the suit. <laughs> that's one of the things I remember is the Schumacher nipples on the suit from Clooney's. Yeah. <laughs> Well, your fifth category today is in history. Uh, and Nick, what do you think Scott knows about history? Another mm. nice broad category. Yeah. World history, U.S. history, European history. Yes. Um, Just peed before we got on here. So that's Scott, what did, what, did, what did you get on your AP Euro test? Uh, we had AP in West Virginia. We All right, 20. That's smart. <laughs> Uh, Nick, you know he's baiting you. He had a five on the fucking AP. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and Scott, what about for Nick? Uh, let's stick with ten. Why not? See how this is going, Nick. Mm -hmm. He's sticking you with ten on everything. He's right, scared. But I'm, I'm going the other way. I'm a nice roller coaster of 10, 20, 10, 20, 10, yep. 20. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's see how it pays off. All right. So, Scott, what man was offered the presidency of Israel in 1952? He was later portrayed by Walter Matthau in 1994. Had it at the beginning. It's Albert Einstein. It is Albert Einstein. Almost interrupted you as soon as you said president of Israel, but uh, oh, you, you could have. be smart to listen. Uh, be smart uh, to listen to the rest of the question. We don't stand on ceremony here. If you want to cut me off and interrupt the show, it's your uh, it's your it's your guest spot. Do what you want. I'll uh, I'll keep that in mind. I'll be uh, doing that frequently from now on. Thanks. <laughs> And Nick, Fred Noonan was the one crew member of what famous person on a voyage in 1937? She was portrayed by Hilary Swank in 2009. What famous? Uh, Fred Noonan was uh, Amelia Earhart's co-pilot. Is that is that enough? That, that is correct. Yes, okay. it's Amelia Earhart. Yeah, good job. All right, so you both got that. 
which means Scott adds to his lead a tiny bit. It is now 70 to 50 by my math. Does that That's compute right. there in West Virginia? Checks out. All right. CPA approved. All right. So we are going to move into television. See, I can't help it. Yeah, Do see, it. It's fine. Time. I don't have my own gimmicks. Give me other gimmicks. It's fine. Uh, no, you need to create your infringement. Own. Yeah. yeah. I don't you have create my your own. own. Yeah. All right. So, Nick, what do you think Scott knows about TV? Uh, it's it's time to bet 10. I got burned on the 20. Got to go back to the 10. You did get burned a little bit. Now, Scott. Yeah, stick with you, 10. You're going to stick with I had a feeling. I had Slow a and steady wins a race. Let's go. That's what I was literally just about to say. All right, Nick. This character, not the actress, most well known for being on Friends, actually first appeared on Mad About You. Uh, Ursula Buffet. Ursula Buffet or is Ur correct. Yeah, Ursula. Yep. I was hoping you'd fall for the Phoebe trap. For the Phoebe trap. Good yep. job. Yep. But you didn't. Good job. Speaking Thanks. of TV crossovers, okay. Eric Matthews of Boy Meets World goes out on a date with what character, fittingly, in a Halloween episode? Repeat that. Yeah. Speaking of TV crossovers, Eric Matthews of Boy Meets World goes out on a date with what character, fittingly, in a Halloween episode? Character. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know this. Uh, Eric Matthews. I know Eric Matthews. I know Boy Meets World. Crossover that's befitting of Halloween. <sighs> it's ABC, maybe. What would that be? It's Halloween themed. I'm sh- I'm sure the obvious answer is just right there, and I just can't pull it. Hmm. I'm guessing from Nick's poker face, he knows it. No, I I know it. I got finished, huh. and then I'll. What could it be? Okay, I'm I'm still thinking. You know, it was ABC, so you'd think they'd cross over in their own network, but maybe not. Halloween. I'll just guess uh, Buffy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Got nothing. A solid guess, but incorrect. Nick, do you think you know before I? I mean, the only thing that makes any sense, because I think it's the same network in the Halloween episode, is, uh, what's her face? Melissa Joan Hart. Um, Sabrina. Sabrina. Sabrina, Sabrina that is correct. Good job. Good job sussing that out. And with that, we're tied for the first time since this game started. Look at that. Look at that. So maybe slow and steady isn't winning the race, Scott. Well, it's at least tying the race. Well, next category is sports. Sports. Scott, what do you think Nick knows about sports? You know, this could be, uh, It's a again, it's a broad category, but now it's time to swing big. I'll go 20 on this. Ooh. I'll also go 20. Oh, I like it. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> Mainly because it was just right. my round about 20. <laughs> uh, you guys. All right, Scott. Yes. What pitcher who threw 749 complete games over the course of his career holds the record for most games started as a pitcher? Usually when you start talking about these massive records like that leads to the guy that they named the pitching award after, and that's Cy Young. So I guess Cy Young. Yeah, they should name an award after him or something. Yep. Yeah, really. It is Cy Young. Brilliant. Sometimes the obvious answer is the answer. Right. Sometimes it's the right way to go. What is it? The current active MLB player uh, that's leading in complete games is like 50, like 70. Like yeah, it's not, right. It's yeah. something. It's like it'll one. It'll never be touched. Yeah. It'll never be touched. There, His, there's everything... only two. There's only two other pitchers who have pitched the amount of complete games. The, the amount of games pitched. total pitched, yeah, yeah, versus his complete yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and Cy Young had like 511 wins or something like that, and also had like 300-some-odd losses. So, yeah, I mean, was... he leads both categories, and none of his records ever be touched because it's just, you know, when you pitch every other day coming off of a – you know, you, basically the train stops and you go play in a field next to the train tracks. It's, right. Uh, no, that was my my uncle uh, played in the White Sox farm system in the uh, in the fifties, uh-huh. um, and he 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 was a pitcher for the White Sox or for the for the whatever the farm system was the farm team was then, um, and he pitched a no hitter in the first half of a doubleheader. Uh, oh, so wow. they then ran him out for the second half of the doubleheader <laughs> <laughs> because, hey, he's on fire. Wow. Hey, 
He's a hot hand. Yeah, his yeah. arm's going to fall off. But his, it, uh, it absolutely you know, did. In the, in, today. In, yeah, he had a two-hitter through six, and then his arm fell off. Wow. And now, nowadays, you're lucky if, you know, if they pitch a complete game, you're lucky if you let them make their next start. Okay. <laughs> Especially this year. Like, I'm looking at my fantasy yeah. baseball team, and it's like, oh, your starter made it four innings. It was a good start. Yeah. Ugh. Clayton Kershaw got pulled with a perfect game after seven. Yeah. With 80 pitches. 80 pitches and a perfect game and manager sits him. Right. What was, who was the, the kid in Cincinnati, uh, Hunter Green, who, who oh, got Hunter pulled Green, out yeah. of a perfect game. Now he had 120 pitches, but still. Yeah, there's a little difference there. Yeah, yeah. Or not a perfect game. It was a no-hitter. It was a no-hitter, yeah. Wasn't that the one that they lost? They did, yeah. They, yeah, they, they completed they the no-hitter. The no-hitter. They lost. Yeah, and lost the game. That's, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's just that, impressive. That's baseball in Cincinnati. This year. I was gonna say sixth sixth yeah. time in in baseball history. Amazing. Well, Nick, let's see if you can keep it tied. All right, sports. Yeah, sports. Yeah, sports. Good old sports ball. Kicker Morton Anderson holds the NFL record for most regular season starts at three eighty two. Who has the most regular season games started at the quarterback position? It's got to be Favre, doesn't it? Favre, I know Favre is consecutive. Um, is it Brady? Is it? It's not Manning, neither of the Mannings. I mean, how many qu- – uh, uh, repeat the question again? Absolutely. Kicker Morton Anderson holds the NFL record for most regular season starts at, at 382. Who has the most regular season games started at the quarterback position? At the quarterback position. So, like, Staubach wouldn't count because he started a ton at uh, kicker. Uh, I'm going to go with Favre. Let's go with Favre. Brett Favre is pretty high up that list. I think he might be the number two quarterback. With that, it is Tom Brady. It is Brady. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Brady. Yeah. And I think a consecutive leader is Elon Manning, isn't it? Isn't no, it no. no. Okay. Favre had like 300 games in a row without a without a miss. Once, once, uh, once Favre retired, Eli was the active leader for a while. Is that right? Was Peyton, I knew Peyton was, actually I knew, has more consecutive starts they, than Eli. I knew when they sat him, it was a big deal because it was losing the breaking a streak. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, Peyton actually has more consecutive starts than Eli. But by like the time Favre retired, uh, Peyton had already missed one. Yeah, that that category for Favre is like Jerry Rice in yards, right? Okay. It's 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 one it's of those just it's, out of reach. Yeah, yeah. it's like Favre's well, at like three hundred, and then second I think is Peyton Manning at like two hundred. Like it's not even close. Thought, Favre's the yeah, whole I'm reason Eli. Favre's the whole reason Eli even had the streak that he did because there was a game you know, like midway through Eli's career where he had a separated shoulder and was thinking about sitting Favre went over him before the game and was like, you're really, you're not really going to sit this one out. Are you? (laughs) 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 Basically candy ass. All right. So we have some separation now. Yeah. That was, that was a big miss. Scott just picked up 40 points right there. Yep. Maybe slow and steady is winning this race a little bit. Well, he didn't go slow there. That was his first 20. That was my first oh. swing. Strike he when the slowly, iron's hot. He slowly built up to it, though. Smoke bomb. Right, so. <laughs> Smoke bomb. You got it. That's right. You're... Smoke bomb. Uh, Shout out to the D&D eighth... crew, if they're listening. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's trivia. The D&D crowd is definitely listening. Our, our D&D crew, though, is, is all trivia people, so... Uh, it's, let's be honest. It's your D and D crowd, and I just like sit and creepily watch. I, I barely play myself. I'm the idiot that's on that. Uh, I was gonna say to good. be fair. To be fair, the whole crew at this point barely plays. <laughs> it's yeah. It's getting to the point where uh, whole weeks have been missed, but that's I was, okay. It, it's that's, what I got lives, man. I mean, right. it's it's all good. No, it's, I'm I, happy to be playing as much as we are. So I wanted to check out what D&D was all about. And I think I'm getting a really good exposure to it is that, you know, for every week you played for a while and now yeah. schedules don't match up. And now you play once a quarter. <laughs> we play a lot more than that. I'd say, uh, I'd say once summer gets going, we'll be playing a lot more again. That makes sense. Cause the nerds come inside for the summer. Right. That's right. I know my nerd <laughs> ass gets inside in the summer. I'm too that. hot. Too damn hot. Well, Nick will be playing it from his beach house. One of his wow. beach house. I rent the beach house out for the summer. Yeah. Smart. See Smart yeah. man. Smart man. That's why he all has right. all well, the you're... monies. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, your eighth category is going to be current events. 
And I'll, I'm not tricking you. It's not about electricity. It's about uh-huh. actual current uh-huh. events. Oh, here we are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What was the uh-huh. name of the elephant? Electrocuted. Uh, by... no, no. <laughs> oh, man, that poor elephant. All right. So, Nick, what do you think Scott knows about current events? I think Scott, Scott, I, I think a lot of people don't know current events. A lot of people don't pay attention, but Scott is not those people. So I'm going with him. And Scott, same question. Current events are so tough because if it's something that is on the radar and uh, you just miss it, you got no time to learn it. It could be minutia. It could be big. It could be worldwide news. It could be nothing of any importance. Right. It's like which lawsuit in this third Southern court of whatever, this one thing that nobody cares about or which two countries in Europe are currently at war. Right. (laughs) There you go. Wait, there's there's a war happening? No, not this not country. Is that why no is that why my gas prices have ridden? Let's go, there Brandon. We go. <laughs> there we go. Dear Lord. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, thanks, Obama. For sure. Where was Obama on 9-11, huh? Right? Exactly, right? The guy was useless on 9-11. Sitting at home, probably playing golf. Or D D. <sighs> while wearing right, a tan suit. All right, let's All go right, to 10 him. points. All right. All right. So, Nick, Eurovision 2022 concluded recently. (laughs) Did you really just say present? Uh, (laughs) The UK's Sam Ryder was the runner-up, while Kalush Orchestra from which country was the winner? Uh, I was hoping you were going to ask Sam Ryder, because that's another TikTok person that I can name. Mm, Love Sam Ryder. Um, It was, was it Italy that won? Let's say Italy. Italy won last year, I believe. No, can I take a guess? Absolutely. Yeah, Ukraine is not weak. Ukraine is strong. It is the Ukraine. Oh, it is the Ukraine. So that's going to be, you know, 10 points. That seems like it was a little biased there, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so too. I think it's the only reason Sam Ryder lost because Sam Ryder's amazing. He's amazing. I mean, I, I heard him like, a year and a half ago and was like this okay this is the best voice i've ever heard in my was life. it was it I him mean, singing defying gravity have you heard him sing that defying was gravity? one of them that i yeah. kept on loop oh yeah. i kept it on loop i it was it was so crazy with me watching him do defying gravity i got lost some days on the stitches mm-hmm. of people just losing their mind right, right. watching him right sing it was defying watching gravity in watching the original him. key yeah. Yeah, watching people watch. I mean, I would go on a half hour loop of just scroll after mm-hmm. scroll, watching people just lose their mind. And I mean, again, he does define gravity in the original key. Yeah, it's incredible. And it's flawless. I'll have to check it out. Ridiculous. I, I have seen neither bad. of these acts. Oh, he's incredible. Sam's, he Sam looks Ryder's like a lumberjack with the big fluffy beard and the long Thor hair, but then and he sounds like an angel. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. No, so he's me. That's awesome. But yeah, but singing, 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 uh, uh, defying gravity in the same key as uh, Adim Dizel is amazing. Adim Dizel. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna bring up the Adim Dizel if you didn't. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, it's 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 chills. I mean, he's just he's just incredible. Yeah. It's, well, but it's, here's the thing, guys. If you're you know if you're not willing to support a country at war with your military, why not give them a music award? That's sure. It. I mean, you know. I mean, it's like one in one A, yeah. 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 It's the second, it's the it's second like, best well, thing to do. We could send troops or we could have them win Eurovision. I was going to say, they better they better hope that uh, that this war ends soon because doesn't the previous winning country host the next year? Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. And they haven't asked <laughs> that they plan on hosting it. that's right i mean that might be the long game here you know you have them host an international competition have putin attack it and then everyone has no choice but to get in the war right so that being said did did, (laughs) uh, whatever go ahead what do you got what do you got no no i don't want to get canceled smart get get canceled you you think this makes me money the three dollars a month i anything that i say that's in a recorded medium can be used against me later so there we go that's Smart. true question number Brandon, nine you let's go you <laughs> might get <laughs> still, you might get canceled i, I won't we're right, still on exactly eight. 
I won't get canceled. I only right. make three dollars a month, and it's because Cheyenne Fletcher forgot to turn that off a long time ago. <laughs> Cheyenne's the best. Shout out to Cheyenne if you listen. God, I, I, you would so, talk about having money. I wish I had Cheyenne's money. Cheyenne, that man, yeah, right. I believe he's single handedly supporting the entire podcast industry. I love that guy. He's the best, man. Yeah. He is. Oh, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, he firmly believes in trivia and does whatever he can to yeah. support any host, anyone. So, yeah. And tattoo art. Shout out to. In yeah, equal measure. True. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what. Basically. That's the first, that's the first time I ever met Cheyenne was in Chicago, freshly off of his triviality tattoo. Yep. That he basically just got on a whim. And right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, this is the guy to hang out with. This is, this oh, guy yeah. is. That's like, this like is, I said. Yes. Yeah, this guy I'll ever know. I've never hung out with Cheyenne when when he wasn't drunk, and I've had a six a.m. breakfast with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's one of the most genuine guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, some awesome, just a beautiful human being. Again, Cheyenne, if you're listening, hats off to you, brother. And speaking of beautiful human beings, Nick, hey, are you yeah. ready for your current event question? Yes, yes, I am. Wait a minute, hold on. Wait, he just he had it. No, shut oh. up, Scott. We're not talking to you. No, sorry. He, he, sorry. he missed the UK. He said Italy instead of Ukraine. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. Scott, are you ready for yours? Don't let yes. him sway you. You know what you're doing. This is your show. You know, you're right. I should let Nick miss you it. Should, you should, Go ahead you and ask him. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead. Never mind. So, Scott. Yes. Mike Tyson's cannabis company sells edibles in what unique shape? Oh, it's the shape of an ear. <laughs> It is, in fact, the shape oh, of an ear. I yeah. hope that's right. Yeah, it is right. Specifically, yeah. bitten ears. They, they actually have the bite yeah, taken out of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. But, oh, man. That, when I first heard that story, I was like, that can't be fucking true. And yeah. then I'm like, legitimately watching a news story on it. And I'm like, oh, my God, it is true. It's so much better than anything <laughs> yeah. I could have come up with. Oh, it's genius. Well, I don't know who gave him that idea, but it's a genius idea. I mean, it's a lot better idea than like knocking out some guy on a flight who's annoying you. <laughs> I don't know. That was a pretty good idea. That was too. a good idea. I would have knocked that guy out. Yeah. I would have knocked the, the that guy out. The public was behind him. No charges pressed. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And OJ's yeah. like, yeah, that what the guy deserved it. Well, a little different scenario there. But, oh yeah, uh, yeah, I, w- I would have knocked that guy out too, for real. All right, so we're we're uh, extending our lead a little bit here, Scott. I got one thirty to seventy. What do you got? I got one thirty seventy. It checks out. Footed. All right. I'm actually doing this. This is cool. This is all right. Your next category, gentlemen, is in geography. Oh, all right. Well, Nick, uh, what would you like to wager for Scott based on that? Oh fuck uh i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna i'm gonna bust out the uh the bonus uh part of the game and and wager my 40 here i think is where i'm going uh, scott that's not an actual rule <laughs> on, we didn't talk about this bit now he doesn't know that yeah um, i don't know that i'll bet 20 you're, you're taking advantage of the guy who can't read nick <laughs> and scott what do you what do you think for nick yeah let's just go 10 keep it conservative yeah no need to be nice to him nope all right scott there are about 169 volcanoes in the u.s that scientists consider active about 130 of them are located in what state i'm pretty sure i've gotten this wrong in the past i think the correct i really hope this is right i think it's alaska let's go alaska all right you think it's alaska what answer have you given in the past that might have been wrong Hawaii. Yeah, that's probably what most people would give, but it is Alaska. Yeah, there we go. So it's good now I learn from my mistakes. That's just, a good thing. Yeah, just from the sheer square footage, right? Yeah, that's it. 130 is a big number just from <laughs> yep. the size. Well, you know, you got a lot of little baby volcanoes. Baby volcano, little times are so cute. Babies. Oh, they're so cute. Aww. Well, Nick. There are three countries in the world that have both an Atlantic and Mediterranean coast. France and Spain are two of them. What's the third? Uh, it's Morocco. It is Morocco. Good job. Thank you. Just testing oh, your Morocco. North African geography. Right, bit, yeah. You know. <laughs> nice job. Thank you. Yeah, that was, a, that was one I was racking my brain on just now. So, yeah. 
Well, Nick didn't give you much time to rack your brain on it. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think I would have got that one. I would have fell for the Italy trap there, or maybe even Portugal. But neither one of those makes sense for the other one. So, yeah, Morocco. Good job. Thanks. I'll remember. It that is. Now. Well, then I'll remember to ask you it next time. Thanks. Yep. I appreciate it. Your your tenth category is going to be science. Can't you can do it, it guys. Don't, Just... do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's gimmick infringement. Damn it. Yeah, that's right. All right, fine. It feels weird to have silence after science, though. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what do you think Scott knows about science? I don't think it's relevant anymore. Uh, I think I got to go for broke. It doesn't matter what he knows or not. I got to hope he gets it wrong and, and bet the 20. And Scott? Let's just go 10 again. Can't give Let's him not any give more him points. A, exactly. Let's not give him a fighting chance. Yeah. F that guy. Yeah, the 20 is the 20. So, yeah, it's the, the balls on my racket, to use a uh, hmm. sports analogy. Ooh, all right. Well, Nick, most people know that mercury is liquid at room temperature. What is the only other element to remain liquid at room temperature? It's mercury and it's, um, it's that damn halogen. Uh, it's, the halogen's uh, got me again. Yeah, they're not going to give me this time. Uh, which speaking of gimmicks, right? Right. I was uh, going to say, speaking of gimmick infringement, yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, bromine. It is bromine. Yeah, you got it. Good job. So the good news is whatever happens here, you're not locked out. Yeah. Yay. Got your question. The second leading cause of lung cancer after smoking is this, the heaviest naturally occurring noble gas. You're going to give them a one in six? Uh, oh, gosh. What would that be? Da, 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 da. Repeat the question again. Absolutely. The second leading cause of lung cancer after smoking is this, the heaviest naturally occurring noble gas. I'm pretty sure they're listed in alphabetical order, so... Top to bottom. Yeah. I always get confused by that. Um, gosh, I don't know this. Now I'm just going to have to go down my cancer causing agents here. Uh, huh. Cancer causing cigarette smoking, red meat, being outside, being inside, being asleep, being awake, <laughs> breathing, breathing, thinking, Not breathing, moving. Uh, I can't move off of my thought of radon, so I'll stick with radon. Well, I think there's a reason that was your thought. It is the correct answer. Oh, good. Goodness gracious. That's right. So heading into the final, I believe we have a score of 170 to 90. Is that accurate, Scott? That's what I've got. Checks out. All right. And Nick hasn't been keeping track at all. He's like, these two f***ers are doing it, so why should I? Yes. Yeah, all right. I learned and by a long that, Scott, time ago, I mean it's a... 300 to 50, right, Scott? Exactly. No, that's, you know, we got an update on the score check. That's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, hey, thanks, everybody, for playing. We'll uh, see you Have next a good night. time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I learned a long time ago that uh, the, the best thing to do in life is to find people who are good at things and then have them do those things for you. So I, I, don't, I don't have to, I don't manage my money. I barely do any work. I just have other people do it for me. And uh, you guys are good at the score. So I'm not going to take up that brain power with that. Surround yourself with good people. That's yep. always been a motto of mine too. If I had All to try right, to keep Tom score, Sawyer. I'd have to push out the fact that uh, Kiwis used to be called Chinese gooseberries. Yeah, that's the only thing keeping me from the lockout. Yep. <laughs> so heading into this final, Scott is up 170 to 90. And the final categories picked by these players, Nick picked Harry Potter and Scott picked UFC. Gentlemen, send me some wagers and uh, then we'll do this damn thing. Now, Nick, you could, you know, have uh, the highest score in this show's history <laughs> in addition to another show that you've been on. Right, right. You know, you could just make that happen everywhere. Racking up bodies all over all right. the place. You got my wager? Uh, probably hold on yeah god damn it <laughs> you can't wager more number. than you have nick well, that's how much i need <laughs> that's how much i need <laughs> it's not how much i have how much i need i thought nick, 251 I was you. a solid wager it it was a solid wager That'll i'll give you that you need to go if you get it right yeah that's for sure 
Uh, let me do all my mathematical computations before we even get into this. That way I'm all set for you fuckers when the shebang is done. I was going to say, I think at this point, our goal is to make this recording as hard to edit as possible. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it? It's definitely not hard edit. to edit. The average edit? episode is 40 minutes. This one is two hours and 12 minutes. Yeah, it's not that it's bad. The, it's the release the Snyder cut of this episode yeah but maybe maybe i mean if and when i do a drunk episode nick you'll definitely be there <laughs> i've seen your after dark go just completely off the rails <laughs> the fucking six those hour episodes those are fun. yeah those are fun you got to piece them into like four chunks but they're but they're fun <laughs> all right well in harry potter nick the imperious curse is one of the three unforgivable curses. What are the other two? Uh, the, the I answer now, right? Yeah. It's the Cruciatus curse and the uh, Avada Kedavra. Said with a lot of confidence. Yeah. He should because it's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it is right. Yeah. And uh, uh, wait, Scott. I thought his question was supposed to be the hard question. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not a big Harry Potter person. I was going to say, the key, the key to this game is picking a category that both you know and Drew doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Seems hard expecting, to me. What was it? The uh, We used to do, a, a pre-pandemic, we did a Harry Potter game here in D.C. like every Halloween. And it was yeah. one of those, like, we we did it all up. We did, like, the the decorations in the place. We literally hung candles from, like, fishing line for the whole room. Right right to make right. it look like the great hall and then the upstairs area right. we did um we hung vines to make it the forest right the forbidden forest and everything right and right. charged admission uh we we uh put it was 400 people we could fit into the space we sold Jesus. out we sold out the first game in four hours and we had such I'm a telling you, the, the appetite yeah yeah. A backlash for not having enough games for not well, having for, for not well people games. were like i wanted to go but i thought i would have yeah. more than four hours to buy a ticket right like, please tell yeah, me like, yeah you need to do like three of those games right like, so we, <laughs> we we said we we will add a second game but um it it, it, it we're not adding a third so don't screw around here like tickets go right. on sale at noon on monday so this was we put the tickets on sale on yeah. Friday at noon and by 4 PM it was sold out. So we yeah. told everybody over the weekend, Monday at noon, we'll do another event. Um, yeah. But don't screw around. We sold out in four minutes. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's a license wow. to print money. Oh, it I mean absolutely <laughs> was. Yeah. Um, Holy crap. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I have written dozens of harry potter games and and my games are 100 yeah. questions each so it's it's you know thousands right. so it's of a questions. gauntlet yeah right so yes. you want you want to ask a hard question you know when harry potter is running from the hogwarts acceptance letters in the first book what is the name of the hotel that they stay in no, uh on the no, night no, for the yeah no nobody knows that hotel That's california duh no it's it's the Railview motel but the the question that yeah. i asked see that's what the, room yeah, number yeah that's Oh, see, that's the minutiae that 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 these that the people who are selling that out though get right. Like, yeah, it's yep. insane the depth of knowledge these Harry Potter uh, people. I mean, I'm a Harry Potter fan, but not to that level, you know. Right. The uh, yeah. the biggest scare that I had was a week before that first the first year we did it, uh, another yeah. bar had a Harry Potter event. Like they were, they, they okay. saw how successful ours was and they're like, oh, let's right. just do the same thing. Right. So they, they did it. Uh, they had, it was, it was the, the team trivia format. So it was the 20 questions. Um, right. And right. 20 uh, questions after I'm final. Yeah. They had 27 teams that they had at the finals. It was like uh, at, at the event, it was like 140 yeah. people or something like that. 170 people. How many perfect scores did they have? 27. There it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Nobody you in the room missed a question. Hard enough question. Yeah, you yep. can't write a hard enough question for the people who are that deep into it. Yeah. So I saw that happen, and I immediately went back and, and edited my questions. And mm -hmm. uh, you're yeah, like, oh, the, uh, watch it. The yeah, I don't know my audience. I need to. Yeah, I need to. That right process. there is the reason I will not do a Harry Potter themed game because I'm not confident enough yeah, you in don't my have ability. The feel for it. 
to write a question hard enough for that group right right. it's it's tough man you know star wars dc marvel i can do that just fine for those folks but uh harry potter i can't do it justice so you don't have a fee for it yeah there was a team that went to that to that event that was like man we thought we were harry potter fans we thought we could compete in this kind of like we're huge fans we thought we could compete and they finished we, we had um each each event was like 80 teams that were at, at both of the events. Uh, and one of the teams came both nights. Or, I mean, a bunch of the teams came both nights. Yeah. But they fit, they assumed that they had a shot at winning and they finished like 53rd and 38th at the two events. Wow. And they came up to me after the events and they went, you doing this again next year? And I go, yeah, like, like Scott said, it's a license to print money. We're definitely going to do yeah. this again next year. Uh, and they go, okay, what advice would you give us to improve our game? And I said, honestly, the best thing that you can do is as, as a group, reread them all together. And as you're reading, write your own trivia questions. And they're like, that's, that's exactly a, right. Yeah, that's, that's a great, great idea. And they're like, okay, we're going to do that. We'll see you next year. They came so back it's the, the next best way year. to get better in any category. They yeah. came back the next year with two six-inch binders filled with paper, single-spaced, that they had written out all of their questions that they had put together. Shout I mean, out Jeffrey Seguritan, by the way. Right, yeah, I see Jeff King, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> uh, they must have written 2,000 questions over the course of the year, and they brought the books to the, 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 the event a to show me what yeah. they did and b Holy because shit. they were still studying yeah. off of the off of the books as they went through they finished third that year still not good enough. oh my god wow oh my god that's insane so Nick, mm. what do we need to good do to stuff. get better from that write a third fucking binder yeah i'm like yeah they, they're like all right so what's the advice for next year and i'm like i i don't got nothing but can i borrow that book no i know the <laughs> advice you want to know the advice for that year is poach the best players from the fourth and fifth place team right yeah <laughs> and and between yeah between that you might have enough uh, uh power to overcome the top two hire a private investigator make sure the first two teams don't get yeah, to the next next year's event <laughs> yeah just a fine yeah literally do that or or just poach people off of the teams that ran about as well as you did and make a super right. team God, those people are crazy. Oh man, he said as if That's he wasn't insane. one of them. Well, again, <laughs> it's one of those where uh, I see the they have the Harry Potter trivia theme nights here too, and I just sit there and I'm like, how the fuck do you people know this shit? There's no mm-hmm. way anybody should know this level of minutia from seven books, eight movies, right? Uh, you know, and then you've got Pottermore is, is Cursed Child in there too. Or so is, like, I, I, Fantastic I, Beasts in there too. Right, I yeah. was given. I was given the best compliment I think that I could have is that we, we had the event and mm-hmm. I asked one single one point question from the cursed child and everybody and, in the room went, that was exactly the correct amount of questions and value you should be given. <laughs> it's such a bullshit. It's such a bullshit offset. I mean, no, I don't think anyone likes the cursed child. Uh, uh, storyline i mean there's so and there's stuff in there that became canon that real potterheads have freaked out about for years right. so uh yeah huh. all right well, drew give me my note, extremely Scott. hard question here for uh i, I can't wait to uh, you watch it's going to be something that's stupid hard because yes it's ridiculously impossible. Awesome. you're getting your harry potter question first. i know so, that's what i'm go. looking yeah. forward to can't wait it's not going to be extremely hard don't worry spell I, potter <laughs> yeah uh K- the three-headed A- dog T- that <laughs> the three-headed dog that guards the passage to the sorcerer's stone is named what isn't that fluffy it is fluffy all right see that's Yay. your entry level question right there okay don't yeah. honestly that's about the same level question as the three <laughs> that's probably about the same well, level you know question. what no. F- all of you okay no. I mean, am I lying, Nick? No, that's 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 roughly equivalent. Yeah. That's a roughly equivalent, yeah. Yeah, it's either it's either oh. fluffy or fang. It's a fifty. Yeah, it's either fluffy or fang. Yeah. And the, you know, then, then my retention, my retention was crap. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, well, that's going through question fine. ideas, I was like, well, I don't know this one. I know this one in a heartbeat. 
<laughs> when Aunt Marge comes and visits the Dursleys, who does she leave her dogs with? <laughs> I don't know. Nick, what's the answer? No, it's it's like Colonel. It's Colonel something. Sanders. I was gonna say I don't remember Colonel Sanders. Name. Yeah. Again, well, this is we're gonna move on to, to get out there. So. We're gonna move on to the UFC, which All Nick right. knows a whole lot about. Again, I I probably could spell it. Maybe. Could you though? Mm. Uh, let's see. Let's wait for my question. <laughs> All right. Well, Scott. Oh, that's right. What fight? <laughs> what fighter ended Jose Aldo's more than decade-long undefeated streak with a 13-second knockout? Oh, I love this fight. This is one of the highest-selling fights of all time. It's one of his um, major wins that he hasn't had. This guy hasn't won a fight since 2016. But uh, the 13-second knockout, and he predicted it in the in the back of the stage. You can see him feigning the punch and then coming through. He ate a punch and then knocked him out cold, cold, land of wind and souls type of knockout. That's uh, the notorious Conor McGregor. That is, in fact, the notorious Conor McGregor. Your description of that fight lasted longer than the, <laughs> the fight. fight. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it was a buildup for that fight that went on like four continents. And it just over 13 seconds. It was amazing. Still one of the most amazing knockouts in UFC history. Amazing knockout. If my question isn't name a UFC fighter, I'm going to be in trouble. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see if you're in trouble or not. Nick, what do you what do you like to consume in life, beverage uh, wise? Beverage wise, uh, I, I mean, I I am probably the world's leading drinker of Diet Coke. Um, but if you're talking alcoholic about like, beverage wise, alcoholic beverage wise is whiskey. Almost entirely. Oh, you're a whiskey Daniels. guy. Yeah. Oh, entirely Jack Daniels. Uh-oh. Almost. Yeah. So uh, barely. Barely. What a whiskey is? Guy. What is the name of the Irish whiskey launched by Conor McGregor? See, I gave you a fighting chance. It's a booze question. For the price point, it's decent, too. It's not a good whiskey, but for the price point, it is. No clues. Thank you. How dare you? I, that was not a clue in any <laughs> sense. Does the price have something to do with it? No, but it's just it's more information. Damn. Um, yeah, unless... Uh, Unless he named it after himself, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to come up with an answer. Uh, I'm I'm going to say Conor McGregor. No, it's not not quite. It's it's a more it's a more proper name than Conor McGregor. <sighs> a more proper name than Conor McGregor. Would you would you say it's twelve times I'd, more I'd proper? I'd say it's probably I'd say it's probably like a dozen more. Than, a dozen more proper. Yeah. Uh, how about proper twelve? How about proper 12? That's it. <laughs> Too bad you answered Conor McGregor first. Uh, there's a McGregor, the there's a McGregor the whiskey out there, answer. isn't there? Probably. Yeah, just not his. Yeah. Mm. In fairness, there's probably a whiskey with every Irish and Scottish name out there. Also fair. All right. Well, that makes uh, Scott. wagering less fun. Well, I don't know. Scott, let's find out what you wagered first. I wagered a whopping 11 points just to go for the lockout. And Bring us to 181. Oh, man. So this is kind of anticlimactic now. Right. Well, Ooh. keep in mind, you got to take my first wager into account here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did have yeah. the first wager. Right. Yeah. Oh, so you're, you're severely negative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nick, what did you turn your 90 into here? Uh, I, uh, I went uh, just about whole hog whole hog whole hog uh i went 89 so the final score of 181 to one scott barber is our winner oh very good game i tell you what this was this is a lot of fun i like this format i like this game this is this is a good time man. it's a different format it's different it's from a different it's else. unique yeah, yeah it's unique and, and i it, like that it it keeps it you know from even if you start keeps, off yeah. on a runaway it can very easily change. It can very quickly. We saw that. Yeah, I mean, we went from 40 to 20 to 50 to 40 instantly, then 70, 50, 70, 70. And uh, I thought I didn't take into account at the end that, uh, you know, I was thinking, oh, if I just get this right, it's a lockout. But no, Nick got his right, and that kept it just from being locked out. It's a, it's a fun format. I like everything about this. I think you're doing 100% the right thing with all of it. Yeah. 
You got to get a good host. host. You get a good host in. You got to get harder Harry Potter questions for (laughs) other than that. What was the name of Harry Potter's two friends? Sadly, (laughs) Nick, you aren't the first person to choose Harry Potter as your final round. Honestly, if if the the only reason I didn't choose the Princess Bride was because I listened to the uh, the Jeremy versus Jay episode and she picked uh, the Princess Bride, so I couldn't do that. I had to go in a different direction. You could have went Princess Bride. I would have loved if you would have went Princess Bride. I would have loved if you. I would have taken a lot of you know because again, I know how these Harry Potter maniacs are. Right. And I know the level of depth that you have to know for that. So if you would have went Princess Bride, I'd have been like, bring it on. Let's go. Absolutely. I should have gone, bring it on. What's a, uh, yeah, bring it on. That would have screwed me. What's, <laughs> what's a good, okay, what's a good high level, level four Princess Bride question now, in your opinion? A level, level, level four, like mid grade, four out of 10? Or are you like, looking for like, no, one out of four. A one like, out of four. Know, like OQL um, does like a one out of four. Who name all of the sword masters mentioned during the See, sword that's a fight? Great one. I'd have, yep, I'd have blown that one. Right. That's a great high level question. I'd have blown that one. Yeah. That's it's because uh, I don't have that speech memorized at the beginning. Yeah. Right. It's the sword fight between. <laughs> Yeah, you must go. expect me to attack with Capafero, naturally, considering the rocky terrain. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then unless your enemy has studied his Agrippa, which, which I, have. I have, yeah, yeah. which and uh, fun, fun crossover fact: uh, Agrippa also a chocolate frog card in the Harry Potter universe. Agrippa oh. was a wizard. Interesting. That's good yeah. to know. That is interesting. Come up in trivia at some point, right? Yeah. What That's, wizard is right. mentioned during the Princess Bride? yeah well you guys were great uh before we end this shebang uh you know the usual you got anything to plug promote you know final words uh nick we'll let you go first you know since you got just that one point (laughs) yeah i get one point one plug scott you're gonna be here a while uh um yeah no this is easy uh buy my book uh it helps me feed my kids they don't eat much. <laughs> they just eat paper, apparently. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, uh, we don't know either. You can get it on Amazon. It's paperback. It's uh, ten chapters. Um, and basically, the way the book is set up is that if you're looking to run your own trivia event, but you're worried about uh, writing questions and asking questions, it's uh, ten weeks of trivia pressed between two covers: uh, picture rounds, puzzle rounds, fill in the blank rounds, fifty-five questions per event uh easy to hard it's uh it's got everything you could possibly want and the next 10 weeks of this show will be based no i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say if you want to do well on nerd off buy the book (laughs) no if you if you want to do well on nerd off at least in the current event category please go over to patreon and subscribe to jeffrey sigurton's trivia mastery initiative that does help yeah it helps literally i say it every week like if you you know even are just loosely interested in trivia it's the best five bucks a month you'll spend the guy is, and, and he's obsessive man i yeah, love he's him. so he's thorough fun. and the uh, uh lynn Hughes, you ought to know is another one for for lynn Hughes, you ought to know culture. is a very good oh yeah lynn yeah. Hughes, you ought to know and that just all you have to do is subscribe to the to the email service right now yeah that one gets oh. sent right to your inbox you don't right to your inbox. i'm gonna check that out i actually yeah. don't follow that yeah she's great yeah. And, that's a great and one. she and she does like relatively easy to to stuff that you right never, she just like one to five got it from yeah and it's uh, uh it's i've learned a lot of stuff from hers uh seriously uh, so i've learned a, more that's from a great her. that's a great plug there yeah especially on the pop culture yeah pop culture and world like worldwide stage of right geopolitics it gets outside of the u.s way outside of the u.s yeah she goes next level on that stuff yeah really good stuff and scott what would you like to plug on your way out uh, you know what i don't have anything to plug i'm just a simple accountant here in uh west by god so uh let's just plug nick's book again we don't know either uh, and, and oh yeah if you're in the dc area please look up district trivia no, uh, that's, yeah, that's that's another. Th- he didn't get a plug district trivia, so I'll plug district trivia for him. I was gonna say, uh, if you want to plug something, yeah, I just said oh, he that. did. While you, I said, I'll plug his book again, but 
you didn't have a chance to talk about district trivia if you're in the dc area even if you're not take a drive dc's lovely in the summertime and uh, i tell you what in september no, in the summertime dc is a goddamn swamp go in the, like, the spring you, or the fall you're costing him money do you want these kids to eat or not <laughs> dc's beautiful drive in and go to district trivia enjoy the evening in the beautiful uh, metropolis of the district of columbia where no crime ever happens at all and you're perfectly yep. safe to walk around in the evenings um it's, a lot of people uh, coming here in september yeah, a lot of people are coming in September for Sportacon, and if if so, you know, if there's a district trivia event, this is another opportunity for Nick to butt in and talk about if he's planning to do anything like that for that weekend. Um, I don't he know if I'm. Know. I, I can tell you this. Know. I can tell you this. I'm gonna have about 50 trivia events that week. So if you want to come out, you got plenty of places. Well, that's to play what trivia. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. If you if you're in other words, if you're in town for Sportacon, you're there for the whole week. District trivia is your home. Come check it out. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Just your trivia and for anybody else, anybody else listening to this, come uh, come up. I'll buy you a drink. Not, <laughs> if if I do make it into town for that, I'll definitely so. check out a Nick's, Nick Grove's district trivia event. That's for sure. He gets three plugs. Even tricked the host into plugging his shit. He's the, exactly. he's the best. I can't wait till next week. To plug when, other than when he plugs this, my book. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nick, how much do you uh, charge if we want an autograph? copy of your book i will oh, autograph yeah, it for good. free if you want to bring it to dc oh. i will autograph it for free. there you Stop go it. Well, i'm on amazon book, right uh, now hold on let me hmm? let me add I'm gonna, some more i'm gonna uh, buy it after i get back from vegas to make sure you know that fair, no you gotta save that money yeah i want to put that 15 bucks on black and see what i can do exactly i want to see, see if i want to see if nick's right if I, I just put we don't know either in my uh, amazon we don't write up for me no, that's not it we don't know <laughs> We don't know ourselves, no. We, we don't, don't talk either. about Nick Groves. No, no, no. There it is. The very he's damn. He's actually right. It's only in paperback yeah. though. I wanted the hardback. Honestly, I wanted to print it in hardback, but my publisher hardback. didn't want to pay for it. Is that not a hardback you have right there? Is that is that not no? This is paperback. Oh. So oh. yeah, the fun thing, and if there are are any publishers out there listening, uh, my publisher passed on the sequel uh that's how well it's selling um but the uh, uh fun thing but was there's only I, 20 left in stock as of right now on amazon oh so, there you go and we're gonna make we're it close to the end of the first run 19 right now boom done. there you go but yeah well, the, i have uh, it before i go to yeah i'm gonna yeah. have that before i take off hey. for uh vacation so that's my vacation reading thank you nick grows i'll be who uh, was the one dick bag who gave you a one star yeah what was that oh, yeah about? do i have oh, reviews man. honestly i've never read yeah, the reviews. you've got four stars on it i don't know what the story 4.2 is, out of five stars somebody that's give rude. me a one star review that's 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 probably my, review, that's probably just... you know what you know what that's my mom yeah you do have an ex-wife <laughs> <laughs> <No>. probably the <laughs> publisher who didn't want to put out a sequel yeah it could also it might also be john legend though <laughs> all right well thank you guys for uh putting up with this oh this was a great time this was awesome it's uh it's the first leg of uh, nick grove's book tour no i actually did a book out tour. like a year ago yeah no it was uh it's been almost three or four years now i think oh, it was Jesus march Christ. of 2019 listen pandemic time dude i, I know. don't know if something was a year ago or 15 years ago right yeah yeah that happened either a just lot more yeah, I either just turned 36 or 72. I'm not quite sure where the f*** that fell. It's been, a, it's been a tough tough few years, that's for sure. There's a lot of reviews here. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you, dude. 39 reviews? And that's it for this episode of Nerd Off. Tune in next week. Same nerd time, same nerd channel.